Welcome back to Declaration Life. I'm your host, Christabel Braden, and I'm so glad you decided to tune in today. This is an episode in our Reflections series, which is where we talk about specific topics. Today is all about the coronavirus. Now, a couple weeks ago, I did an episode on mindset and self-care with the coronavirus, but today I'm welcoming back Tracy Yatsko, who is a news reporter at PBS 39, to talk about how to consume news in a healthier way. This is a very trying time for us all, and this is something that I know is a struggle for me in trying to find the right sources, learning how to fact check your sources, and simply not get too overwhelmed by the hard news. Because, I mean, let's let's face it, it's a really hard time right now. And the news is really important. We want to watch the news and listen to the news because we need to right now. But it can be really overwhelming and how to do that in a healthy way is something that we all could learn a little bit better. So my friend Tracy is here today to talk with us about how to consume news in a healthier way. I also recorded an episode with Tracy about mental health during the coronavirus, and that's kind of part two of this interview, and that will be coming out over the next week. So if you subscribe to Declaration Life, you'll be able to hear her next episode, which will be coming out later in this week. Thanks for tuning in, and it's a pretty tough time right now, but we are all in this together. I hope this episode encourages you and helps you on your journey. Live a declaration life. Declare your purpose. Declare your place. Declare your worth. Today, I want to welcome Tracy Yatsko back to the podcast again. Welcome back, Tracy. Thank you. So Tracy was on episode two of Declaration Life. She was the first interview that I ever did. And I'm just thrilled she's back here. She's one of my close personal friends. I love her. She's yeah. amazing. And I thought that we could do a reflections episode on the coronavirus. So as a lot of you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I did an episode a couple weeks ago about coronavirus, about mindset and self-care back when the quarantine was just beginning. Now we're a couple weeks into the quarantine, things are shifting, things are changing, and I thought Tracy could offer a really good perspective because she's actually a news reporter. She works for PBS 39, and she's been kind of on the front lines of the news side of this whole thing. She's also an amazing human being with so much love and compassion for the world, so I'm just I wanted to invite her to have this conversation Aww. and she and I haven't talked about this a lot besides just texts here and there. So I'm excited to chat with you about it too. Thank you. I feel like you have, you're, you're just, I love you so much and you're always kind. And I just, I really appreciate the genuine support that you have for me and I have for you. And this sisterhood is a really strong bond. So I appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. So can you just start by sharing what it's been like working in news during all this? Sure. And and I, I, I definitely want to be very clear. So I'm actually, I've been in isolation. I'm going to be going on four weeks. So I have been working from home. And that's a whole adventure in itself during this time. It really well. is. It, it really is. So I, you know, I'm grateful that I have 
the opportunity and the space to work from home. And, and that's totally interesting. And, and newsrooms across the country are shifting to reporters working remotely or, you know, uh, you'll see, you know, reporters working in studio by themselves and just a lot of uh, technological shifts happening, directors directing from home. Um, and then at, like at PBS, we have a three o'clock live show every single day. Um, and again, this is why I'm really grateful to be working in public television because we have the ability to be very creative in how we tell news. And so, you know, we just, we have so many different outlets. We have TV with, you know, a live community update. We have radio and just so many outlets to get out information. And so the first week was very overwhelming for me, just like it, it is for everyone because it was a total shift. I had to learn how to start working remotely. And you know how I'm very open about my mental health struggles. And so I think just with the newness of the shift of, you know, working from home, what that looked like, the the panic and anxiety that was trying to attach itself to me and just trying to focus through work was uh, was a huge part of my challenge. Um, so yeah, I... And honestly, like God is just showing me why I'm there. And I get to tell stories about love and hope during this time. And news is very overwhelming, period, for everyone, including people working in news. And so the fact that I get to storytell and I get to feature people in the community out there doing great things and showing kindness and, um, you know, bringing community together is my job. And I'm just really lucky. So Yes, I totally work in news, but I definitely tell more feature storytelling. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. And this is a time when that's needed. It is so needed. People have to understand that there is a balance. And I, I can speak on like a mental health side of it. And, and as someone who works in news, you have to find the balance of what is, what is your limit? Um, and I really like, if I can just recommend to people, get the news that you need and then cut it off, get off, get off social media, turn the TV off, like find things that you love because we get in this habit of like just spiraling and with social media news is coming at us at a rapid race. And, you know, there's, there's global news, there's national news, there's local news, and so that first week of, of this really affecting my life, it just was very overwhelming for me. And so I now have a balance of I get the news that I need and then I turn it off. And I think that's just something that we all have to find that balance. Mm -hmm. And ultimately at the end of the day is like find that community resource that you have because that's, our life is affected by our township, by our county. And, and so we have to stay updated. We have to know what's going on. We have to know what precautions to take. We have to understand what's happening with COVID-19 and then turn it off. Like once you have your news, turn it off. And so that's like a huge recommendation I have, especially for people who struggle with mental health is find your balance and then turn it off. I love that. Yes. Something I would, I wanted to ask you about that you mentioned over text to me was mm -hmm. checking your news sources. 
Yes, girl. And so can you talk a little bit about that? Because you work in news, so you know a lot more about that than most people. Yeah. And so I went to school for journalism. I went to a very, like I went to Temple University. It's a very well-recognized journalistic school. And so it's my norm to understand what is real, what is fake, how to check reliable sources. And I forget that it's not everyone else's norm. And so for me, it's just very simple. Like if someone shares an article, I can just, I can just within five seconds understand like, okay, well, this is kind of really biased. This is not credible, but unfortunately that's not everyone. And so I think we're just in a habit of We read one article and then we think it's automatically true and then we start sharing it and then it's shared 15,000 times and now that uncredible source is now people's truth. So how would someone go about fact-checking their source? Let's say they know nothing about it. Oh man, that's a good question because it's so my norm. Um, So, well, okay. So what you really should be doing is find multiple sources. Don't always get your news from one specific source. It's kind of different for COVID because obviously like politically speaking, you always want to get both sides of a story. But when it comes to like COVID, you have the governor has a, has a a presser every single day. The CDC, like go to what our government is like, there's the CDC, there's a world health organization, but also focus on your own community. You can governor Wolf, I'm trying to think if it's on PA cast or our listeners are from all over. So, uh, oh, right. right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So get your state news from your governor and then get your community news. So obviously for me, I work in the community. So I would recommend people in my community to watch us because we as public television, we're very unbiased, but like, stop listening to everyone on social media. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you fact check. One thing people have to understand is that social media is not news. Social media is a space for, you know, us humans to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And so people are kind of just sharing stuff everywhere. Like they're not journalists and, and keep that in mind. Yeah. Blog post is not journalism either. Yeah. Opinion pieces. Don't take those as fact. That's a huge problem because a lot of news sources have opinion pieces in their medium, but that's not journalism. That's just an opinion piece. And it's labeled opinion, typically. Yeah, but people but people don't really read that. Honestly, you just, you got to do the work. Just something simple, like just don't believe everything you read and hear. Question everything. <laughs> Find a source that works for you. I really recommend getting your statewide news. So check what is coming out of your governor's office. Check out what is coming from your local legislative office, especially in these times with people needing unemployment, people needing resources, all of these stimulus packages. Get your statewide news, understand what's happening in your state, understanding what's happening locally. And then community journalism is everything right now, because at the end of the day, our life is affected around us. Like our community is what is affecting us. Our local legislators, our local everything is, is what we need to be focusing on. And I think that helps with like stress. Stop looking at what's happening in the world. Stop stressing about everything else. Focus on your community. So you're working at home right now as a journalist. So what does it look like? doing community news from home? And what are some examples of stories that you've been able to do? 
I love this question because it just brought a smile to my face. So I do my interviews through Zoom now, which is really cool. So one story I'm actually working on now, this woman, Courtney Webb, she's a QVC host and skeleton athlete in training. Skeleton is the winter Olympic sport where you slide down on a bobsled at like 90 miles per hour. I call the story Embrace the Hit because as a skeleton athlete, you have to learn how to embrace the hit because when you're going down, you know, you're kind of hitting into the wall. And so she talks about embracing it, absorbing it and using it to go on a straighter path. And so it's just kind of a huge metaphor of this time. Like we have to embrace this hit. We are going to like, we are going to get through this. This is not a forever thing. It's going to be challenging. It is affecting people's lives, but we're going to get through it. And so we have to embrace it. So like, that's a really cool story I'm working on now. She's a powerful woman. She's, you know, has a lot of motivation in that story. I did a a recent story on teachers at William Allen High School in Allentown, basically, you know, sent in videos uh, to their students on social media. And it just turned into like a 15 minute story of just love and hope for their students of like, hey, we miss you right now. And we hope you're doing well. And we love you. And then I did another story of people out in the community who are volunteering, who are delivering meals to people in need. And honestly, having those interviews with people is really what's keeping me going. Because before I hit record on any interview, I'm always connecting with people on a human level and just like, hey, how are you doing? Like outside of PBS and outside of this interview, how are you doing? And just connecting with them as humans. You know, I I love our interviews are more conversations and each story I tell has some deep message of love and hope. And I'm honestly really grateful of being where I am at PBS and like having that space and that creativity to tell those stories. Because a lot, a lot of times in news, reporters have one minute and 30 seconds to tell a story. I can tell a five, six minute feature. And so it's like that creative space of just letting people talk. And it's just really beautiful. Yeah. So I would recommend to our listeners When Tracy was talking about how to fact check and consuming news and what news consumption looks like, first of all, look at how long you're consuming your news, not to endlessly be consuming news, but give yourself some time to read the news, watch the news, however you want to check in, and then step away, do something else. Second of all, fact check your news. So check your sources, like Tracy said Look at both sides of the story. Make sure you're looking at official sources when it comes to the CDC, the government, whatever your state governor is sending out to you, making sure that you are consuming from reputable sources. Third of all, not only consuming news from social media, (laughs) meaning when you scroll down your Facebook or your Instagram, whatever people are posting, I see it more on Facebook when people are just sharing random links yeah. You might be reading people's personal blogs and websites. Yeah. And that's not that's not journalism. It's not journalism and also not taking opinion pieces as facts. And then your community. So consuming news from your local community. So from your yeah. government, but also like Tracy said, your local PBS. She works for the PBS of this area. So your local public news station would be able to have really good unbiased reporting. And then lastly being consuming positive news. So like the stories Tracy's doing, news about humanity, news about 
the good things that are happening during this crisis, making sure that you're reading stories about the facts, but also reading stories about love and compassion and the goodness that's happening in humanity during this time. Anything else, Tracy, any other tips on how to consume news and check your facts? I really love that. Um, no, I think honestly, you summarized it great. And, and just the, you know, understanding a shift of news doesn't have to look like crime, murder, fire, death. Like that's kind of what we've been conditioned into growing up. Um, but news is the movers and the shakers and the leaders and the lovers and those who are out in the community spreading love, health, and happiness. That is news. And that's why I love working at PBS 39 is because I get to tell stories of people who are out in the community really helping others, um, how our community is bonding while being separate. And so just beware that uh, news doesn't have to always be negative. And that is something that we need to start kind of reconditioning our mind of like, news doesn't always have to be a negative thing. News can bring light, news can bring love, and news can bring hope. And so find find that, find those stories for news. Yes, I love that. Finding those positive stories that can bring us some hope during this time. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about consuming news in a healthy way? So make sure you're checking from like credible sources, follow guidelines from CDC and WHO and, and just focus on local community journalism and what's happening in your neighborhood. And when you say WHO, you mean World Health Organization? Yes, World Health Organization. And find that balance of get your news and then turn it off. It's good. That's perfect. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks so much for tuning in to this special Reflections episode of Declaration Life today. I know this is a trying time for us all, and if you have any comments about this topic or about this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with us on social media at Declaration Life on Instagram and Facebook. Would love to have a conversation and talk together because we're all in this together right now. Thanks for listening. Yeah.